0: because this person told me very early on that they had a um like a a mean streak or a weird side or or you know it's just like they oh they, this is what they said they're not the easiest to get along with mm. and i'm thinking and i'm thinking Okay. And I know my Angel says when someone tells you who they are, but that's telling. They, they didn't show me that. Everything showed was the contradictory. I thought they were just kind of, you know, trying to talk themselves down, but that wasn't the case. Uh, what they said t- came out to be 1000% true. Okay. Um, I should've listened, but I didn't you because I- should've. I was already in this little nicety area and it ended up like, it was, it, it was, it, it got a little crazy. Got a little crazy, I will say
1: this is the bad life choices podcast where our outspoken opinionated and caffeinated hosts break down a life choice we can all relate to tune in as true originals sharita janelle and her godmother maria have funny and candid conversations explore life's pitfalls and inspire you to make better life choices okay so i have a question for you okay so actually i have a couple questions for you the first question (laughs) though is when you hear the term narcissist or narcissistic or narcissism, what do you think of?
0: Well, I will say that the first thing I think of when I hear of narcissists, I think of the makeup company. Oh,
1: for the <laughs> love of God. Besides the makeup company, what do you think of? <laughs> oh, well, you you asked, I'm gonna I'm gonna be truthful. I well, no, and yes, you are gonna think... be truthful, and I'm glad you're being truthful. So I'm not telling you. Get rid of the makeup and tell me what you think when you hear a narcissist.
0: OK, I think of like a, a highly self-absorbed person. Okay, That is that's what comes to mind.
1: And yes. I think that's what comes to mind when most people hear that term. Yes, there is a difference, though, when you talk about a narcissist, when you just throw it out there mm-hmm. and there is a clinical diagnosis. Yes, it's a narcissistic personality disorder and The difference is that one has been diagnosed and one hasn't, because basically everything that's in the diagnosis of narcissistic personality
0: disorder is what people that we call narcissists display. They are. It's a mental health condition. They have an uh, unreasonably high sense of self-importance. They seek attention. They want people to admire them. And generally, I think the most important part of this diagnosis is that they lack the ability to understand and care about the feelings of others. Well, of course they do, because all they think about is themselves. But in that line right there, one would think, why would anyone want to date a person like that? But you're going to tell us, aren't you? (laughs) I have been around so many friends and and this has been a reoccurring thing and and I came up with this episode. You were like, is this a thing? date So many people have dated a narcissist because I will say, and only because you don't realize they're a narcissist until it's too late. because I generally when you date a narcissist, a lot of times you meet somebody and I have one person in particular I'm thinking about, and they're very nice in the beginning. They're super nice. They do all the things and they literally they, they let you come into their world because they like you to like them. Absolutely. So but so, can I just interject?
1: I loved your narcissist in the <laughs> beginning. I did. I just thought he was wonderful because and he I was did not know that he was because, a narcissist. Because at because that he point. Was.
0: he was he was wonderful. And um, and we will yeah. talk about well, I'll go into more details afterwards. But, but I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm alone in this. And everyone I know who who will relate to this or he, or see this episode, they're like, oh, God, that was a mistake. Like, and it's it it, cough, it catches you off guard. I will say that situationships,
1: side <laughs> pieces. We're seeing a theme here. No, but today we're going to focus on dating a narcissist. Yes. So, okay you didn't know you didn't know until you were like you said you were in this nice little comfortable yes environment that you really liked i mean you were really enjoying yourself and you had no reason not to because this person was just being so wonderful i mean really at that time Yes. Was being wonderful. Yeah, right. like, okay, I this makes sense. This, person.
0: this makes sense. This is, this is good. There's, there's no reason to worry. And then after a while, you know, you start to, you start to see some signs and you're just like, hmm, this, this don't seem right.
1: Right. But here's my thing. You think about all these things and then you wonder what the hell made this person this
0: way? I found that out too.
1: Okay. so. <laughs> Before you tell us why or what made this person this way, let me tell you what I found out when I was doing research. Okay, so the experts say that it is hard to really pinpoint what makes someone a narcissist. But they did have three main points that they say may contribute to someone's narcissism. So the first one is that this person had a parent or parents that raised them one of two very specific ways, and these ways are on opposite ends of the spectrum. Okay. First way is that they were overly critical of them. Person came home, Johnny. How did you do on your math test? I got a ninety-five. Johnny's all smiles and all happy because Johnny got a ninety-five on this test. What do you mean you got a ninety-five? Why didn't you get one hundred? Ninety-five <laughs> is not acceptable. It is. It is not. Not acceptable. Okay. Overly critical. And again not once or twice. This is a consistent behavior from the parents. Or Cindy comes home. Cindy, how did you do on your test? I got a 37. That's okay, Cindy, you are so pretty. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay that you got a 37. Because you are so pretty, that it doesn't matter. Just remember, you are just the most beautiful girl in that class, Cindy.
0: Um,
1: (sighs) Okay, that's No, what happens if
0: Johnny's parents has Cindy's parents? what happens if Johnny's parents, (laughs) or or, so sorry, Johnny has Cindy's
1: parents. (laughs) Then Johnny would be the best looking boy and the most handsome in that class. And Cindy would have an unacceptable score of 95. (laughs) But that's the one reason. The other reason they say is that they may have inherited a narcissistic um, characteristic or characteristics from their parents. Mm. Um, And they actually said a gene which, mm, I mean, I didn't go
0: delve into that any deeper. You didn't do do the scientific research to to pinpoint the actual genome that that causes narcissistic behavior? I did not. I did not call the Mayo
1: Clinic and ask them about it. But the third one, I have actually seen a documentary on this. I don't know Mm. anyone, but I've seen a documentary that something happens with their neurology where the brain is not communicating with the body. Um, And it usually happens after some kind of trauma and it changes somebody's personality. They did a documentary on this lady who was like the sweet little grandma in the neighborhood and everybody loved her and she was just the most wonderful thing. Well, she had head trauma, she had an accident, she had head trauma, and then the grandma turned into this, I don't want you people at my house, do not come to my house, You you are beneath me, you are not at my level, completely changed her.
0: I could see that. I mean, honestly, you hit your head, anything can happen. So, I mean.
1: Right. <laughs> and so you can't really blame someone, you know, yes. that that happens to, right? But anyway, so you tell me now what you think.
0: I mean, I so I, I think all of those are valid reasons mm-hmm. and from from my unfortunate experience i will say that for for me it was a definitely a childhood thing and childhood trauma and your upbringing is the effects that it has on you as an adult i don't think that a lot of people I mean, a lot of people don't realize, like, especially the parents when they're when they're doing this, and like the, the little person that they're creating, and and how many women are going to have to deal with your son because you did this, like, or <laughs> it, daughter, or or daughter, daughter, or daughter, or daughter, or daughter. Yes, I will say that because they, daughter's assistant one hundred percent does go both ways, but I will say that I think that I think that it's probably more common in men, and this is just my opinion. Um, mm I've seen a lot a lot of uh females that are narcissistic i I do think that there are some overly confident women out there who think the world revolves around them um and it's it's quite evident though but I feel like with this with this it's also but that's that that gets to me that's a fine line between that narcissism and that like that princess that princess category, right. of women. Um, but it is it was it was some childhood trauma, and it manifested itself in ways that honestly, it is was unmanageable as an adult, um, in order to really have a honest and healthy, like relationship, well, and, Unmanageable because
1: it was never dealt with. And maybe yeah. it was never even maybe this person wasn't really made aware on, you know, until later in life, mm-hmm. that this is the behavior that they were displaying. And this is, you know, this is
0: what the cause of it was, but also it, it, it was one of those things that they were, they, they, once they became aware, it was, it's difficult. I, I don't know how you reverse it. And I said, we'll talk about things at the end, but it becomes a, a vicious cycle because once you are, this behavior is ingrained in you, it is hard to just wake up one morning and be like, you know what? I'm going to be a more thoughtful, kind and caring person towards everyone. And this is how I'm going to live my life going forward. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice if you could just wrap it all up like
1: that? But unfortunately you can't. And, you know, just one day, all of a sudden, this person is going to be a whole new person. Yeah. And like you said, we'll talk later about some things
0: that can possibly be done. So, but- yeah, so this is the thing. So when you end up in this narcissistic relationship, the reason I say that you don't know is because, yes, they do everything they can to get you to like them because that makes them feel better. So it's hard. It is It is definitely hard to recognize it. At the beginning because as you said you like them everyone liked them yeah. and then but then once you know once they know that you are with them for them you know i think that's when the the guard comes down and they start showing their true selves right and the kind of selfishness comes comes to be more apparent and for me it was just kind of like i realized that things were they were one-sided and when they weren't one-sided not saying that this person didn't like do things for me because they did Mm -hmm. but it was almost like they did things for me so they could say they did things for me not because it's typical of a narcissist yes because it wasn't out of the anytime like if i'm doing something for you if i'm checking on you or it's because i care because i'm sitting here thinking like like, oh my God, are you okay? Or oh my, like, oh, does someone need something? Let me, let me call and see. Let me, not because I can later say, do you know how many times I checked on you when you weren't feeling well? Like six. like Exactly. But- because they do, they do keep count. They do
1: keep track. Yes. And so having said that now, we, you know, we're talking about how in the beginning, you don't realize it. If you're dating a narcissist, you don't realize it because yes, the the uh, behavior that's displayed towards you is really wonderful. Right. Yes. But then it does form a pattern later on. And narcissistic abuse is a form of emotional abuse. Yes. Um. And you know, and it can also become other kinds of abuse. It can become sexual abuse. It can become physical abuse. And let me just say none of these are OK. None no. of these are OK. And fortunately for you, you stopped, you know, um, interacting with this person before any of this became true, right? But you were saying earlier that you when this person started um, dating, when you started dating this person, they were wonderful, they did all these things. and then slowly, slowly, like you said, you know, you're feeling great and you're feeling secure in this relationship and you all of a sudden let your guard down and then you start seeing some signs so let's talk about those signs yes what are some
0: things that you saw in your relationship there was this i would say this superficial sense of things i think the words i don't hang out with people who aren't good looking oh lord came out of the mouth once (laughs) wow (laughs) there was a constant need for like this validation and it was also kind of like you know this person was very successful and they did a lot of great things but didn't get a lot of recognition for it but also noticed that and was like i never get recognized for all the things i do i did this i did this no i was one just did, gonna say that's no a ever, problem never no one ever like pats me on the back or or you know says oh good job so you know for for you know doing this and doing that so it's just kind of like Oh, okay. Like, got it.
1: There was. So, did you start keeping gold stars? And every time he did something great, you put one on his forehead. There was a chart. There was. No, okay. No, 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 no. There was a chart, and once you get ten of these gold stars, Johnny, yes. you will yes. get a
0: prize. Yes. Yes. And then also, it was like, it's. it's I joked that this person should have a sign in their house like, "I'm super flexible as long as things are exactly how I want it." Like there, it, this, this, there was this control, like, you know, there was this particularness, this very, very like targeted behavior, things It had to be like this, you know, if I fold something wrong, this, you know, it's like, you know, I'm very particular, I'm very particular, I'm very particular. Like, yeah, so that that was, that was always there too. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was, there was a lot, there was a lot that is and a lot. then, and then I, and then like, and then when, when we did have an argument, it escalated so quickly to where we were literally shouting at each other, like from across the room, like children. And then like, I'm just like, and I storm out because I'm like, I'm not gonna be a part of this. And you yeah, know. Yeah, it's a little cray cray. Yeah, yeah, shouting, yeah. shouting.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying that's that's a little cray cray. So a lot of things that you covered here. Yes. Um, The person is very egocentric. Yes. Right. The yes. person is very rigid. Like you said, I'm super flexible as long as it's all done my way. Yes. Um, they're very pompous. Yes. Um, they feel like that, you know, they're so much better than everybody else. And they have, like you said, I want the towels folded this way. I want the jeans put away this way. The sector has to look like this. Very, very controlling. Yeah. Yes. Very controlling, and as you you know stated, they they act unreasonably to oh situations. Oh so like, God. you know, um, the vase was not exactly in the center of the table, and all of a sudden you're shouting at me about it. No, sir, that's not <laughs> going to happen. This is not. This
0: is not the reason for an argument. And even like, there, it might not have been that small, but no matter what, somehow it ended up with a shouting match. Yeah. And you said,
1: I think earlier that these people have no empathy for anyone else because their whole world revolves around them and how they feel. So I will say though, because I always have some kind of loopholes in all my situations. You do for some reason, you always have something that is not, that doesn't, it's not cooking butter.
0: So if I was on the phone with this person who called me like 15 times a day and they sense that I didn't sound right, what's going on? Why do you sound like that? talk to me. Like, so they they did want me. They they noticed when I wasn't right. They 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 I think at the time at least cared about my feelings. Didn't like it when I wasn't great, but also I feel like later and later I kind of realized that the reason they wanted me to be at my best is so I could treat them at treat them their best. Like oh be, because it's like, you know, when I was down or if I wasn't great, you know, it was like Shreita, cheer up. I need my friend back. I need like I need you to be better so you can help.
1: So me. I can be better. I need you to be better so I can be better. So be you better. can tell me yeah. how great I am.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So i validate mean,
1: validate me. Yeah, Love so
0: me. There were, there were, I mean, I did feel like at, at times I had that cheerleader, but then, but then it came back to bite me because it was just like. I was there for you. I cheered you up when you were down. Okay, so these are things we write down and add to a list because that's that's just not being a good person. This is something that's an accomplishment, apparently.
1: Well, so it's, yeah. it's not
0: just it's not being a good person
1: because, like you stated earlier, you do things for other people. Be- out of the kindness of your heart, the goodness of your heart because you yes. want to, right? And you don't sit there and say, okay, well, um, on Tuesday at 3:15, I called Maria to see how she was feeling and, you know, put that on your list and I don't move think
0: on. I have ever repeated this to any of my friends like Do you know how many times I check on you? Well, because that is not something that normal people do. I'm just saying. But (laughs) I don't, that's never come out of my mouth. The only, I think the only times I might have said something is when I realize someone's not being a friend to me. And it's the fact that, I'm always calling you, but you're never calling me. That that's kind a of different thing. situation. Yes, yes. That's and different. That's, that's the only There's time. There's a valid
1: yeah. reason for that.
0: Yes. Yes. So yes.
1: One thing I do want to touch on though that um you did not mention is that narcissists have a tendency to shift blame away for themselves. Oh my God. And I know yours did that
0: all the time. So even if if something was their fault, they apologized, but then later on in life it was, you know i am i was the reason that that this this was a problem you know like but it we, wasn't or, just you from what from my
1: recollection it wasn't just you if there was a problem everybody say, was with a, his business or somebody everybody he was, dealing was out with, to get everyone yes. pissed him
0: off everybody was out to get him and it was every, everybody else's fault everybody it was everybody.
1: everyone else's fault it yeah. was never his fault
0: yeah and then i see on the so one of the things that's on the list too is the inability or incapacity to have like a deep intimate relationship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I will say that me and this person, I, that was, we didn't know each other for that long, but I would say that that was probably the deepest relationship that they've ever had. And it's sad because they had been engaged before like wow. so <laughs> and it was not to me so right. so that being said is just because you can't open up you don't want to be vulnerable because i honestly think that when you do you realize what what's in the actual, what's on the surface and yeah. you don't want to deal with that so if you if you can't see the surface you don't have to deal with surface as long exactly. as you keep stuff on top of it what what do you mean there's holes in the floor i can't see anything because you got the clothes on move the clothes you'll see the hole exactly so, yeah, yeah. That's sad, though. I mean, that's sad.
1: You're you're engaged to someone and you've never had a deep, intimate connection with that person. That's really sad. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, I want to talk about red flags that people should look for when they're dating a narcissist. And the first one that I want to You're talk about You're not going to see them though. Yeah. But you will in hindsight, right? And you'll <laughs> see them you'll see them in a minute. I mean, you might be dating them for a minute, but you'll see them. So you talked about this one. Actually, you brought it up and the term yeah. that they use is called love bombing. And love bombing is constantly, um, over the top displays of affection, bringing yeah. you things, saying these things, you know, oh my God, you're so beautiful. And oh my God, here I brought you these flowers and you're the best thing since sliced bread and all the well, things.
0: I didn't, I don't think I got the love bombing. I got the like bombing. I got, okay. Wasn't, you got it, the it like was, bombing. It wasn't, I have, I have seen people who have been love bomb and I'm like, this is a lot. This is a lot very quickly. Um, even though now that I look back, I kind of did get asked to go on vacation after a week of knowing the person. So
1: yeah, see, <laughs> I, it, I mean it, it. It's a lot. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. So over the top displays of affection,
0: over and, the- and people. A lot of people think that that's an act of selflessness because you're you are you were showing this person you're caring for them, but it's it's the complete opposite. They're only doing it because they want the reaction. They want the feeling that they get. It's not because they genuinely love you. They don't even know you. right? Like-
1: Right. Like do, yeah. they don't even like know your your full name. You know what I'm saying? And then i in. And, and the next thing is that they're doing all this stuff for you, that the best thing you're the best thing ever. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, it's it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah. But um, the other thing and we've talked about this in several of our past episodes. <sighs> it's a term that gets used all the time. It does. Narcissists are very much known for gaslighting. Yes. And yes. we yes. have you know, we have discussed this so often. Um, but basically it's just hurtful behavior you know that's done towards you
0: it's 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 manipulation that's exactly. what it is that's the it's it's a manipulation of of, of facts of stories of of it's a mind game yeah. to where yeah. you manipulate things in order to place blame to change the narrative to make to make yourself seem like you're the good the other person's in the bad or they made the mistake or they were in the wrong and it, it's really it's a way to put off from actually dealing with your own problems or can confronting it and being honest with yourself like because if you can't if you if you if you were honest with yourself you're like you know man i made a huge mistake that's why this person pushed me away from them but no 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 the gaslighting is this person pushed me away because they don't want to be close to people and you know it's all on them they're closed off it's not me i tried to exactly. be exactly oh no, you tried to be there in the most toxic way possible which is why the person left right but you know that's the sad
1: thing different. is about gaslighting is that People that um, have low self esteem and that maybe have not been in these relationships before, where they have, you know, experienced the love bombing and being the center of attention and all that, they're going to start to really like think that they're losing their
0: minds and that this person is right and that they're not. It is, and it, that and that is the toxic ma- manipulation right there. That's when, because next thing you know, and that or I should say, that's the abuse because that that is mental abuse when you sit and you make the other person feel as though they're at fault when they really didn't do anything wrong and they're like well maybe maybe i didn't spend enough time with him no you were there every day it is not your fault it is their fault stop questioning yourself you start to question and doubt yourself exactly and then my my, my mind's a little too strong for that though well it
1: is it is and which is a good thing it is a good thing because then you didn't you know you didn't go down the rabbit hole as deep as some people do yes yes um Another sign or another red flag of dating a narcissist is when there are lack of boundaries. So in other what? words,
0: I will, can I just say this episode wasn't supposed to be all about me, but it is, I mean, it is. Well, I, but I do think though that everything that I'm saying, people who are listening or it is, it's, it is, I guess the truth that is, it it is relatable it it is textbook narcissism so like I'm not my stories are not off the wall they are not um oh my god that's unbelievable no if if there was a textbook study if the University of Michigan did a study on Sharita's narcissistic relationship and they would have found that it is oh they would have checked all the boxes yes yes. they'll I'll say this they would have checked
1: 99 of the boxes
0: yes 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 and So, so lack lack of boundaries
1: lack of boundaries like like you don't want you know to I mean? you know you don't no, want to no, no, say no.
0: no to this person no, no do you know do you do you do you know how many um phone calls I used to get a day 85 <laughs> just about um there yeah, there was a lot of phone calls and sometimes just to say what am I doing a phone call to see if I was coming over uh the phone call to see if I left yet to remind me to bring something to see what was taking me so long like all of this in a span of I don't know. Twelve minutes. I was like, yeah, "Can I? too much." Can I leave the house? Like you know, it just became it's a and and for people who don't who aren't comfortable, like oh my god, he misses me, he wants me there. It this th- that may feel good to you because you feel like you're wanted, but then after a while, you until just realize, it doesn't, though, yes, until it yes. doesn't,
1: yes. But you know, you said you made a comment when you were. Um, relaying that story, you know, can I leave the house? No, what is wrong with me calling you? You're making it seem like it's a bad thing that I'm calling you. I'm calling to make sure that you're okay because you're not here yet. So, why is that a bad thing? So, yes, it again tables are turned, right? It
0: is, yes, yes, yeah. yes.
1: So, you're meant to, you know, be the crazy one in yes. this situation, not them, right? Yes, so anyway, the other red flag that um, I want to talk about is faux or fake empathy, because this Mm. person really does not care about anyone but themselves, even though they may say that they care about you, just like in that scenario I just used, I wanted to make sure you were okay, you have you know, you're not here yet. Why aren't you here yet? I'm calling you to find out if something happened. No, you're not. You're calling to find out why I'm not at your beck and call and why I haven't made it in record time to your house or wherever it is that I'm supposed to meet you.
0: And, and honestly, it's because the lack of your presence makes them feel a certain way. It's, it's not. Yeah. So, and I was, <laughs> so you all know, you, well, maybe this, this audience may not know, but, um, your girl be in the sky. I, I take the flights. I go on the trips. That's what I do. I was on a trip once for, went to, I went to South Africa. I was gone for 12 days. <clears throat> I was told. Sherita, you can't leave for this long again. Do you know I don't know how to function when you're not around?
1: Yeah, see, that's a huge problem
0: right there.
1: Okay, you know what? You better find some friends, phone a
0: friend, sweetie, because I'm not here anymore. Bye. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then but when if I called them while I was out of town, they were busy. I couldn't get to the phone. I was busy. I had people over. Okay, but then okay. So it goes this goes one way. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it.
1: And the other thing that they do is let's say you confront them and you say, you know what, when you said such and such to me, that really hurt my feelings and you know made me sad. I'm sorry you felt sad, but blah, 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 blah. Not I'm sorry for being a jackass and yeah. saying the things that I did that hurt you, I'm sorry you felt sad. No, you're not. You're really not. And it, this that's not that's not even the the main thing here. The main thing is that you're acting like an ass and you're not a good person. you are not being very nice, but you are just foregoing all of that. All that goes over your head and you're just focused on you so that's Mm -hmm. how you use those terms sorry you felt sad or sorry you were not feeling great about that
0: yeah it's just it's it's i mean luckily i will say that i only have one story to tell about this because i did not make you know the best mistake is the one you only make once because i definitely learned from it and once you you're out of this situation it it does give you a little perspective, um, but I like, so when you're dating a narcissist, like you said, you, cause you stop trusting yourself and you sit and you're just like, well, am I right? Or is this, it's like, what, what is true? What is not? And like, you don't, the scales are not balanced and you don't know where level be, is anymore. So exactly. that, and that's a problem and that's a problem. And then it also like, it affects your relationships with others because, you know, well, not only do you not
1: trust yourself you start not trusting others yeah. because you yes. think
0: everybody's going to act like this ass. Yes, yes, yes. And you just you and it's like some people are actual kindness kind. And and that's not that's that's not healthy. Oh, it's not healthy at all. And then
1: that can lead to other things like intimacy issues. You, you know, You might not want to be intimate and not just intimate in a sexual sense, but But intimate in in your friendships, sharing. And you just might want to keep everything bottled inside because
0: everything you said before was criticized. Yeah. And it was not only criticized, it was it was thrown back at me against me sometimes. And I'm just like, seriously, so this is this is this is what we do now. So it's like you you feel less opt to, to really open up. And I realized I, I was doing that at some point. And I was just like, wow. Yeah, maybe I can. Maybe I can talk to people a little more because you know me, I'm, I'm a sharer, but when it came down to it, I realized I was, I was built, I had some, some bricks had been put up and I wasn't, I wasn't saying all the things and, and, you well, know, that's how you were
1: made to feel, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, so those are, you know, those are some of the things that can happen and all, of all of those things lead to, uh, you know, to low self esteem, Um, you know, you don't have a good set of self worth, you know, sense of self worth. So there are a lot of dangers, you know, in dating a
0: narcissist. It can, you know, it can really, really screw you up. And I mean, you can, I mean, one of the things I would say, is like, it's this feeling of like the lack of control, because they would control situations Mm -hmm. so much to where you, you are now like, okay, I'm in control i can do like you it's it's a it's a weird kind of mind fuck yeah that that goes on and and i went through a bad marriage <laughs> my therapist and i talked more about my narcissistic relationship than anything
1: else it had a lot of material i'm just saying there's a lot <laughs> to talk about so he he really really gave you a lot
0: of material to use yeah. during
1: your therapy sessions and yeah, on your podcast. Yeah. Yes. So, thank, thank, but,
0: thank, thank you, sir.
1: And, you know, yeah. The other thing that he's um, probably gonna be like, oh my god, she's talking about me. Oh, this <laughs> is gonna be yes. This is he. This is going to inflate his ego so much. Why? Had a whole, because he's a narcissist. That's why I had a whole episode about me. Exactly. They dedicated it to me. Yeah. No, it was not. But yeah. I, just because you're a narcissist, you gave us a lot of material. So thanks yeah. for that. But the other thing that I've seen happen before and it, w- it hasn't happened to you and you it won't happen to you because of the person that you are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But a lot of times, narcissist people who date narcissists end up dating another narcissist yeah. because they fall right back into that you know, into that role. And again, they're not thinking clearly, and they're being showered with all these compliments and, you know, that they're awesome and this and they
0: fall right back into it. They do. And and the thing is, though, because what happens is if you have never been in a healthy relationship, then the bar, first of all, is set very low, right? But then also, as you look at your past, or exes, and you compare them to where you are now, it might be better. Maybe this person isn't as big of a narcissist. So in your mind, this is now a better situation, but better does not mean good. And I think that is a point that that we all fail to, to realize sometimes. It's like, oh, I'm making progress. Yes, but we're still in negative. We're still right. under the water. Can we can we at least float and then get on the boat? So, cause right now we, we're, we're not drowning as much. Exactly. But, but we're, still drowning. <laughs> we're still drowning. You're still, like, I know you can see the sky, but as opposed to when you were sitting on the bottom of the ocean, but guess what? You still can't breathe this water. So get out. <laughs> exactly. So yes. if you find yourself,
1: um, in recovery mode from dating a narcissist yes so the first thing you have to do is look back like you did look back at that relationship and recognize all those behaviors because you want to try and avoid dating someone or being with someone it's not you know being with someone who's displaying those same behaviors and if you can't do that on your own you know reach out talk to your friends talk to people who've had similar situations get some therapy you know seek professional help because it's important
0: that you do not fall back into this i have a i have a friend of a friend who was in see a, like a long mind like i said this relationship did not last very long but was like a nine year relationship with the oh, narcissist oh no and she is still plagued by this person. Like just just last year, like she's in an, another relationship now. Just last, just a few months ago or five months ago, I don't know the time frame. Like the person showed up and was like saying, "You're keeping me away from my dog," and da 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 da. Like and and she's like, "What the hell is going on?" So it's like they don't want to let go because narcissists will always feel like they need to win. And if you break up with them and you walk away, that is that's a lose for them. That's that's an L because they they didn't have control of the situation. You're the one that nipped it in the butt. You're the one that cut ties. You're the one that seems happy and healthy without them, and that means that you're winning and they're losing, and they don't like that. So I will say of all the the relationships to to that's hard to get out of. Yes, because this is a form of mental abuse. It is a mind fuck, and it will because what happens is they'll they'll try to get you back. And they'll use that behavior they use when they first met you because they works. Yeah,
1: absolutely, but And that's if you're why... not strong enough, it'll exactly. work again. You have to you have to put your foot down. And that's why it's important. If you can't do this by yourself, you it's important for you to talk to people, talk to Mm -hmm. the people, talk to your friends, talk to a therapist, but talk to people that are going to help you build yourself up and are going to help you be strong and not fall victim to that again. Um, And, you know, give yourself time. You have to heal because this is is like we said, this is a form of abuse. You give yourself some time. You have to heal, you know. Um, you and then you can start reconnecting after
0: that. And be open to the new people that you meet and take them at face value. Because one thing that we have learned and like uh, and I could always reiterate is that just because there someone was a bad life choice or bad decision doesn't make everybody the same. So you have to realize that everyone is is not carrying those traits. There, there, There is happiness. There is goodness. There are people who don't display this and don't mistaken their other people's kindness as narcissism because it could be they're just a very kind person. Absolutely. So just to wrap up. Um, Number one, don't date Sharita's
1: (laughs) ex-boyfriend. And number two, I say this all the time. Life is short. Do not waste it dating a narcissist because you deserve better and you can do so much better. Okay, so this isn't just Sherita's bad life choice. We want to hear about yours too. So if you have dated a narcissist, send us a DM, reach out to us on social media, let us know your story because we might be doing some bonus rounds with this one. I think a lot of you might have something to say and we are here for it.
0: I can't be the only one
1: you are not the only one. You are not the only one. So we're excited. We are here and we love to hear your stories. So hit us up on social media and let us know.
0: Bad choice. Good story. Lesson learned. Thanks so much for listening. Like what you've heard. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, like this episode and follow us on Instagram and TikTok. For more bad life choices, tune in next week.